Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm with your hosts, Luke. I accidentally got soap in Dan's urethra. Dan. He was a bit arty, so I doubt Matt would understand it. And Matt. Is that the Luke penis? Multiple Nerdgasm, your guide to all things nerdy. Some big news here in America mm-hmm. this week. <laughs> oh, what is it? What is it? I must know. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. We're getting some new Pokemon in Pokemon Go. Hey. Because <laughs> that was what Pokemon Go was missing, was more that's Pokemon. What the, that's what the people voted for. That's right. More Pokemon. They were like, is you it? know what this game is missing? Just just more Pokemon. I just feel it's missing an actual game. you got to catch them yeah. all, Matt. you got to catch them yeah. all. Yeah. So are they brand new Pokemon or? They're like the second generation ones, I think. They're younger, are they? <laughs> yeah, they are. The ones from the later games, I think. Nubile. But yeah, like, I don't care. I, that's, not, that's not what I want in Pokemon Go. Are I, you still playing Pokemon Go, Matt? Honestly. I, I hadn't been. And then I went to Six Flags at Halloween and it was a Halloween event. And so I started playing it and I played it a little bit. The following day, and then I stopped again, and I haven't touched it since. So no, mm-hmm. I'm not. But yeah, it's like when I smoke on special occasions. <laughs> Maybe it dribbles over to the next day, and then I just like eh, I need it. Do I honestly think the last time I played was when I was taking down the Pokemon gym at the White House. <laughs> <laughs> Topical. And See, this funny. sounds like an Uber Ball movie. <laughs> yeah. That poker gym was mine for like 30 seconds. <laughs> uh, speaking of Uber Bowl, did you see this uh, girl band that apparently inadvertently or accidentally uh, dressed as Nazis, Japanese pop duo? Well, here's the thing. You can't accidentally dress like a Nazi, right? I mean, this is, this is quite deliberately dressed like a Nazi. But I will say this in their defence. Right? Mm-hmm. The Japanese... They don't dress themselves? ...are not allowed to learn about World War II in school. The Japanese oh. don't dress themselves. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah, I know you what know. you mean. Like, there's no way these girls had any fucking idea what they were wearing. Um, actually, the photo of the right just reminds me of Wednesday Adams. Yeah. It's the hats that, that, that seal the deal. Yeah. <laughs> as far yep. as the... I mean, that's, that's just the SS officer's hat. But uh, apparently it was it's an the accident. SS officer's hat and jacket and button. Oh, yeah. And lapels and <laughs> everything. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, apparently the, 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 the girls themselves have no idea what, what that would be. They don't know, you know, that wasn't intentional. But someone, who, whoever designed these, clearly, <laughs> I mean, clearly but that's what was I mean. inspired by it. it. It's possible that these girls know nothing about the Nazis. I'll pay that. Anywhere else in the world, I'd question it. But in Japan, don't get me started, right? But mm-hmm. someone knew that this was the SS uniform because they copied it exactly. It's not like yeah. it's a coincidence. Yeah. Unless they just Googled military uniforms and were like, oh, that's a cool one. Because I mean, right. let me Google that and see what comes up. Let's be honest; they did have cool uniforms. Oh, they did, man! Designed by Hugo yeah. Boss. That's the one thing they did right: <laughs> was the <laughs> uniforms, except for the cold weather gear and all that kind of stuff. We, we <laughs> shot, shot themselves in the foot a little bit there, but I can see why you would look at that uniform and go, "That's cool." I won't bother to work out what that is. <laughs> I'll just copy it. Yeah. The, the swastikas should give it away, though. You know, if you have even a cursory amount of knowledge about anything in the 20th century. You they know? did remove those from the uniform, so that's good. But that's what I mean. They're conspicuously gone, which means that whoever made these went, better take that off. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't include that particular detail. Yeah. And you can't see on the hat in this photo, like, what is there in place of it. That's they've true. they've got the little eagle. They've got the eagle. And, and there's a little something circle. beneath the eagle in a circle that we're giving them the benefit of the doubt is not a swastika. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't look like one to me, but then again, they clearly knew there was one there in order to remove it. <laughs> yeah. And they knew enough about what it was to decide to take it off. 
<laughs> That's right. So, to, um, yeah. yeah, they copied everything. I brought a new chair. Except that. What? I brought a new chair. Did you? Yep. <laughs> I'm just casually changing the conversation. <laughs> you think we've talked about the Nazis enough on this podcast this week? Yeah, I think we have. <laughs> Did you buy the green chair? I brought the green chair. How do you know what colour his chair was? I paste it in the show notes. Oh, did you buy it on? Um, did you buy it at Pax? I br- brought it at Pax. I brought an X demo chair at Pax hmm. that's being delivered this week. When I saw the URL, it said Alien XL, and I thought it was an Alienware chair. It's not. It's just kind it's of green, though. And aliens are green. It's trying to cash mm. in on that sweet Alienware money without actually infringing <laughs> copyright. I think. Yeah, pretty much. Just the Alien series. I just liked it because it was green. Is it a good chair? I, 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 haven't, I don't have it yet. I sat in it for the demo chair for a bit. I enjoyed it. Right. Because ZQ Racing, they were a sponsor of PAX, so they supplied chairs for all of the PCs and computers on the day, and then they mm. were selling all the chairs for 50% off, and I went, I'm going to buy one. They, they screwed up and they charged me less than half price, but we don't need to get into that. You want to discuss the hoverboard that burnt down a family home? Sure. I thought they got rid of all of these things. Oh, there's- they have been burning down. So didn't they stop selling these a while ago or tell people you can't have them anymore? There's plenty of fuckwits around here that have them, I'll tell you that. I haven't heard of any other fires. Are they actually a problem, are they? They were when they first came out. They were not allowed to travel on airplanes because they were just randomly catching fire, a bit like the Samsung. I mean, that sounds like a, a great product. I can see why they're so popular. I'm so pissed off at the name. They're not hoverboards. Yeah, no, I, I thought that too when I read this article and then I was like, oh, wait a minute, you mean one of those uh, little two-wheeled thing that dickheads drive around? They don't, they don't hover. Yeah, I know people call them that, but I, th- I thought they were just, uh, like people just called them that as a joke, but they actually called that? Like what are, what are these They're things? They're actually called hoverboards. Oh. I think it was a bit of a marketing thing because it was like Back to the Future, we're meant to have hoverboards. Hey, we're selling hoverboards. It's a scooter without a handle. Let's call it what it is. Anyway, they catch fire. This particular one burned down a, uh, well, I mean, quite a quite an impressive family home. Mm. Valued at uh, over a million bucks. No chump change. Anyway. Uh, oh, nearly killed the daughter and son. So they say. Anyway, the family uh, decided to sue the company that uh, that they bought this from. Uh, and it ended up being a dummy company, so uh, they're suing Amazon uh, because I guess if you follow it up the chain, it's Amazon's fault. For um, just selling them a product that they wanted. <laughs> I like how it's... Uh, yep. it, they said that it, it was supposed to contain a Samsung battery, uh, but it didn't, hmm. uh, <laughs> which is funny considering... That's, there, that. there is irony in that, isn't there? There is. Yeah. I know the, the word irony gets thrown around a lot these days, but something exploding because it wasn't a Samsung... I think that's got to count. Especially considering, as we predicted, or actually as we joked, uh, apparently Samsung washing machines are now exploding. Uh, yeah. They're exploding? Well, I mean, they're, they're obviously they're using the word explode because it ties in but nicely with the phones. But What's in a washing machine that can blow up? Oh, man. Samsung have recalled 2.8 million washing machines after users reported impact injuries. Including a broken jaw. Oh, so basically it looks like the when it's washing, it just becomes unbalanced, the drum separates, and then just sends shit flying everywhere. Jesus. Brutal. I'm concerned where Matt is right now. I'll say that. I know. I thought I heard him for a second. All right. This is the dead zone. Dead zone in between times. Between Skype calls. No one can hear me. It's just... Just me talking. Hoping someone will call me back. Hello? Hello. Hey! We're all here. I switched to my phone uh, ah. for, for data. Uh-huh. There's the 83-year-old woman who went to Italy. <laughs> <laughs> well, she didn't go to Italy. That's the point. Mm, um, did she, though? <laughs> she doesn't even know what she's being accused of. Uh, she's Which an 86-year-old. Terrible. She's an 86-year-old woman. She received an email from her internet service provider to let her know because of her illegal downloading of Metro 2033, she's going to be subject to a five thousand dollar fine. And she said, "What the hell is Metro 2033?" And what's an internet service provider? <laughs> exactly. The people from Metro 2033 are going after people. 
Well, what happens with uh, film piracy, I know, is that the distributor will go after you via the ISP. So they will say, who's fucking downloading our shit? And they go, we can't tell you, but we'll tell them to stop it. Yeah, that's what I assumed was the deal. 86-year-old Christine McMillan is either the coolest grandma ever or (laughs) she's just uh, wrongfully accused and has no idea what's going on or she's got a grandson hiding in the background going, oh, fuck. I mean, that's possible too. But, yeah, I mean, she doesn't She doesn't know what this is, she claims. Uh, and they, I mean, almost certainly they didn't know who she was when they sent out the legal notice because they just said, an ISP, no, not at all. here's the IP address. Send this person a, a letter saying they owe us money. So is she going to pay up? No, she thought it was a scam at first. She, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm happy she questioned it. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> too many old people just... Giving away money. Oh, I, I owe money? Okay, here you go. I know. I will say it's, this, though. If if she does decide to pay the fine, uh, then I think she's well within her right to go and illegally download Metro 2033 and have a play of it because um, yeah, d- definitely. double jeopardy. You know what I mean? $5,000 worth of it. She can download it 500 times. Evidently, she's like one of li- likely tens of thousands who have received notice to pay up. Now, is that implying that these guys are just going after literally anyone, or does that imply that tens of thousands of people have decided to pirate Metro 2033? Well, they do, though. They just send out mass messages to ISPs and stuff. The legal company that the that they hire, it's, they do the same with the films. They just send them out, like, to try and, and see if people will pay for it. But this doesn't say stop it or you will have a fine. She's been told she's being fined, right? No, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, they try, I'm sure they try that all the time. Like the, the, the lawyer <laughs> sure. who's been hired to chase this probably emailed a bajillion people and said, you owe $5,000 for downloading games. Because he's thinking, well, someone downloaded games. Someone will, Maybe, someone will feel guilty and pay it. Yeah, but that wouldn't actually be legal. I think it is. To say that even if they haven't downloaded it. Well, because it's not an exact science. I mean, because they send the ISP a, a thing saying this IP address and they go, oh, whoops, sorry, wrong one. But the ISPs giving them the IP addresses, isn't it? No, they get them from like Are torrent they, they're trackers sending it through the ISP, or well, so if you jump onto say the Pirate Bay and mm-hmm. download Metro Twenty Thirty Three, your yep. IP address is is a, you know if someone else jumps on that torrent, say I'm say I'm a lawyer, or I'm the software that a lawyer uses to just randomly grab IP addresses of people who are on torrents, which is probably mm-hmm. more how it works. I jump on the Metro 2033 torrent just to get all the IP addresses of everybody who's downloading it. I get your IP address. Mm-hmm. I send your ISP saying this IP address was downloading some stuff. And the ISP goes, oh, okay. we, don't, we don't really know who that was. So let's just send the letter to all these people. Okay. See, I like the fact they use IINet. They wouldn't do that. I think that changed a little bit in Australia recently, didn't it? Um, they tried to change it, but it didn't work. Yeah, right. Because the judge went, any letter you send has to go through us. Right. And then they sent letters anyway, and then the judge went, no. Yeah, the law's different in Australia, though. Because it's actually, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, this may have changed, and maybe this is was just something Teenage Matt thought was true. I think in Australia, it's not illegal to download stuff. It's only illegal if you share it. Whereas over here, and in Canada, it is illegal. Like, as in, it's actually a crime to download a video game here and in Canada, whereas in Australia, it's not. Well, watch out, Matt. Watch out. The FBI is listening in to our podcast. I don't have time for video <laughs> games, so I'm not going to bother downloading any. <laughs> can't play all the ones I've I bought. just buy all my games now. I can't be bothered. Yeah, I did too. I haven't. I'm uh, not 15 years old. I have a job. And since I, since I got here, I don't have to download anything, really. It's, it's all just available to me. I've never so. downloaded games. Illegally, I mean. Not games. Uh, I did. Always I used to a long time ago. Yeah. I'll be back in a second. Someone wants to be let out. <laughs> Go on. Let Hannah out. I was going to say, tell us you shouldn't have come into the room. Oh, it's because <laughs> yeah. she wants a sneaky peek of the Nakey Lukey. Yeah. Who can blame her? Not me. Uh, Not me. Yeah. Okay. Which one was that? That was uh, Lady Vader. Uh, mm. She's kid. very vocal, and if I did not let her out, you would have heard about it. <laughs> the neighbours might sure. have called the cops. 
very vocal. I demand to be let out. <laughs> Pretty much. And in about 15 minutes, she'll probably be demanding to be let back in. But you won't be able to hear it on the recording, so she can stay out there. Speaking <laughs> of uh, being really vocal and irritating, do you mind if I get up on a soapbox for a second and have a bit of a rant? <laughs> Go ahead. So um, about, oh, I don't know, 40 people, I lost count, uh, posted on fucking Facebook the other day, kept coming up in my feed, uh, that it turns out Winnie the Pooh is actually a girl and we've got yeah. it wrong this whole time and that Winnie the Pooh, hero of the Winnie the Pooh storybooks, is mm-hmm. a girl. And I just, I just want to set the record straight in case anyone saw that and, uh, and maybe didn't read the article and just thought, huh, <laughs> I now know a fact that I didn't know before. Oh, people wouldn't do that on the internet, would they? <laughs> this is just uh, lefty pinkos, uh, in particular feminist lefty pinkos, um, who have found out that the actual bear, the actual bear, right, that the author of the Winnie the Pooh books saw and went, well, what's the mm-hmm. name of that? Bear, a oh, Winnipeg. Oh, yeah, it's a good name for a bear. Might call mm-hmm. the bear in my story that. Was a girl. Yeah. Or <laughs> was female, more to the point. Um, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't, yeah. It was I a just, woman. <laughs> I, just, I just want to come out and say that doesn't mean that the character is female. That's not how literature works. Okay? No. Just, is that clear? No. Is anyone going to challenge me on this? <laughs> No, no, it's just based on a female bear, but we all know it's not really a bear. It's just Christopher Robin tripping. It's not even <laughs> based on, man. It's He got the name from an actual bear. That's it. It's not like these stories are based partly in truth, you know? <laughs> in the true story of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, that's right, yeah. The piglet was actually a total cunt. Yeah. <laughs> They're all just... References to drugs. <laughs> right. And Eeyore's when you're coming down, I guess. Winnie the Pooh's got the munchies, Tigger's on speed, Eeyore's coming down, Christopher Robin's tripping because all these toys are talking to him. Like, it's all about drugs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but yes, I agree with you. Just because, yeah, you learned a fact about something that inspired something doesn't change the thing that was inspired. Correct. Thank you. Glad you agree. We can move on. Just wanted to get up there onto the soapbox. Also, Winnie the Pooh is Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yep, this changes everything. Also, we've been wrong this whole time. Winnie the Pooh can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. And he's kind of a brownie coloured, not yellow, and not a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, and a real bear in real life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And isn't friends with a donkey. Probably that was a lie. We were lied to. Lied to by literature. Fuck you, fiction. Fucking hate the internet. Have you guys seen Doctor Strange yet? I'm actually seeing it this weekend. No, I have not. Oh, yeah? What did you think of it, though? I've been well, hearing great things. Yeah, I don't want to... I'm not going to spoil it or anything. I will, for the listeners who don't know, give you a quick plot rundown uh, for people who don't know who Doctor Strange is. Uh, I like Doctor Strange a lot, actually. Uh, the comics are weird. See how they could make a film out of them. And apparently the answer is just play it a bit safe and uh, it'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sure. (laughs) It's an origin story, which is a bit of a shame, I think, but necessary. Dr. Stephen Strange is a arrogant neuroscientist and he gets injured in a car accident, loses the use of his hands, ruins his career, becomes desperate to cure himself so that he can go back and become you know, rich and famous again. And the search for cure leads him to mysticism and he finds out there's a bit more to the world than he thought there was and magic is real and, and it's all a bit Harry Potter in a way. Hmm. So mysticism uh, isn't like Doctor Strange. <laughs> right, gotcha. <laughs> Took me a minute. Sorry. <laughs> um, no, it's great. It's a good movie. It's maybe the most creative Marvel film so far as far as like the action sequences and stuff go, um, I was, yeah, I had doubts about how they were going to capture the comics, but still make it tie in with the other films. I thought the same thing about Thor. I think we talked about it at the time. I was like, how the fuck are they going to make Thor make any sense? Cause you know, like a lot of comic book movies, uh, or have been in the past kind of deadpan, 
you know, like Batman's real, like we're basing this in the real world kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And Iron Man was it a doesn't bit- doesn't work. Well, Iron Man was a bit like that, or, or just because the character's kind of more grounded in, in the real world than some of these others. And then when they were like, they're doing Thor, I was like, oh, okay, interesting to see that. And then I watched the movie and I was like, oh, okay, the movie, I liked Thor. I know others didn't like it that much, but I liked it. But then they said, they're going to do Avengers. And I'm like, oh, fuck, you going to bring them all together? Like, how the fuck's that going to work? Thor's a god. But that's, that's the secret is just Thor's a god, deal with it. You know? Just yeah. fucking, just play it as it is. And the, I think the tone that they've got works. And uh, I think it works here as well. It's not, uh, like, it's funny in the right spots and it's sad and serious in the right spots. And uh, I think it works. And then Benedict Cumberbatch is good. As Doctor Strange. I don't like his accent yeah. in it, though. Have you seen his his accent in the trailers? Yeah. I mean, it seems like a waste to me to get Benedict Cumberbatch and then make him do an accent of any kind. He's very good in it, I think. He, you know, the character's kind of a dick at the start, and I think he portrays that and his kind of, his desperation and arrogance and kind of stubbornness. I think he did a good job of it. The the because this is a film mo- mostly the film is just about his journey from being like a neurosurgeon to being like the fucking sorcerer supreme. That's that's all this. There's a villain and, and some other stuff, but it's all a bit wishy washy. I guess my my major complaint about it is that I think the plot's a bit you know generic, other than the set pieces which are really awesome and it's a good introduction. It's all it's very safe. I think is a good way to describe it. Mm, not surprising but, really. Tilda Swinton's really good in it. Swinson? Swinton or Swinson? Tilda's uh, really good Swinton. in it. Swixon, I think it is. <laughs> Swixon. <laughs> She's really good in it uh, as the Ancient One. Uh, if you're annoyed that the Ancient One's a woman, shut up, who cares? Mads Mikkelsen was fine. Uh, Benedict Wong, your favourite actor, Dan, I think. Yeah. <laughs> is uh, He's good in it. But yeah, the best thing about it is the action sequences uh, and the special effects. Because I know you've probably seen the trailers. They kind of play with time and physical space and perception and stuff in like weird ways in the action sequences. It's hard to describe even like the way some of the action sequences work, but it works really well. Like it could, could have got way out of hand and been really confusing. You know, the end of labyrinth yeah, where, but on a, like a fucking huge scale, you know, where David Bowie's walking up the walls and coming out doors in other places and all that kind of stuff. Like there's a tons of that going on and it could have got really confusing, but it works really well. I'm hoping to try and see it this weekend, but I don't know. I think you should. It's good. Yeah, I got my tickets already. My, uh, I'm going to tell a story and then find out later if we have to cut it or if I'm allowed to say this. But um, Hui saw this movie a couple of months ago, right? Mm-hmm. And um, at a at a staff screening of it, right? And mm-hmm. uh, she was told, uh, "Oh yeah, they're sending an actor out. Uh, Benedict Wong is coming out." And Hui was like, "Oh yeah, cool. You know, great." Uh, Okay, who cares? And uh, anyway, <laughs> on the uh, on the day of it, everyone was like rushing around and being like super, like super attentive to getting stuff ready for Benedict Wong to have, right? Just making <laughs> sure that you know the really nice car was picking him up, and you know was getting the star treatment. And Quay was like, "Man, all this for just Benedict Wong?" And somebody said to her, "No, no, no, no. Benedict Wong is a made-up name." It's actually Benedict Cumberbatch, and we just don't want anyone to know that he's coming. And Hui was like, no, Benedict Wong is a real person. He's an actor, and he's in the film. (laughs) (laughs) And sure enough, it was Benedict Wong that rocked up. Go see it. It's good. It's a film about multiple universes and energies and magic and stuff. It's good. I think it sits well in the Marvel Universe. They're doing a good job. And uh, I'm excited to see what they'll do next because this kind of gets the setup out of the way and uh, hopefully they can do some even more, even more cool stuff like this. Yeah. There's some good stuff in this. I haven't seen in a film before. Like I've never, there's very creative, like interesting uh, sequence wise. Yeah. I think I don't want to, I kind of don't want to ruin anything by telling you what they well, are. Don't. But just, uh, I'm seeing yeah, no, no. it this weekend. All right. Say no we more. Then. Talk about it then. Yeah, we should. Uh, I saw two things this week that I really loved. Uh, I caught up uh, on Ash vs. Evil Dead, season one. Oh, what did you think? Because when you guys were talking about it, it suddenly occurred to me that I don't know why I wasn't already watching it. Oh, and of I course, I fucking loved it. It was yeah. 
It was fantastic. Did you just watch season one? Yeah, just season one. So uh, season two is only halfway through airing, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I figured I may as well just wait now until it's all done. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm doing I'm doing Westworld week to week at the moment, uh, and uh, I can't I can't handle more than one <laughs> cliffhanger a week anymore. Mm-hmm. So, do you see what we meant about like the ending of season one? Yeah, I, I think it was because they weren't sure whether they were going to get a season two or not. Yeah. And so they, yeah. they figured we may as well wrap it up in a way that it could be a cliffhanger or it could be the end. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And then, but I mean, the, they stitched well, them up to, uh, they stitched themselves up so they had to do something pretty cool to, uh, to get out of that and make that not the end. So, yeah. Wait till you see season two where they've basically been going, here's a ton more money, do what you want. <laughs> well, that sounds great. Yeah. And they've got, uh, they've got some returning characters, which is pretty awesome. Okay. Uh, Interesting. Yeah. There's some cool stuff this season. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. I think the one thing that makes this really good is it's physical effects for the most part. Yeah. Like when you see bloods flying around everywhere, it's just fake blood like being actually splashed on everywhere. I love how like <laughs> the, the opening titles are, are always... Like it's a it's a blood spray that says Ash versus Evil Dead, and it always comes from something. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's great. They have to set up every episode. So, all right, we've got to, he's got to cut the head off something at the start so that it can yeah. spray blood. Yeah, so we in can the first five minutes, there needs to be <laughs> yeah. something dismembered. Yeah, but I really want you watch the second episode of season two. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, he will. You have to see that. <laughs> he will <laughs> as soon as I can. It's brilliant. I, it is brilliant, and uh, Jenna's mum has now watched it twice with us. She keeps walking in <laughs> when it's on. <laughs> and, it, yep, that bit. So, Well, the other thing that I saw this week that I really liked uh, is that I saw a little behind-the-scenes clip from uh, The Empire Strikes Back and uh, heard Chewbacca's real voice. Did you, guys, did you guys watch this? I didn't. Is it Peter Mayhew? <laughs> yeah, it's Peter Mayhew, and he obviously just has a script that he reads, knowing full well it'll be dubbed over, but so that his dialogue with Han matches up correctly, yeah. he just says the lines. Yeah, makes sense. It's amazing. It's amazing. It's so ridiculous. I mean, for starters, Peter Mayhew has, you know, quite a thick Cockney accent, right? Sure. So that's already amazing. Can we put the audio in the podcast? Yeah. So people can listen to what we're talking about? Sure. I think that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Let's try and do that. What? What? Where the hell are you going to you been? All right, don't lose your temper. I'll come right back and give you a hand. Where are you going? To make my report. Tell him we're leaving then. All right. I'll tell him. Let's assume that I just did. All right. In a, yeah, in other words. Awesome. And you can have a listen to that right here. <laughs> I like Peter Mayhew. It's a shame he can't um, continue on as Chewie. He's been replaced for you know medical reasons. Yeah, he's been replaced for any scene where Chewbacca walks or does anything cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, a bit of follow up then, Luke. Did you uh, did you get your Star Wars walking stick? No, I have not yet. Disappointing. It's because I decided to invest in a knee scooter. (laughs) (laughs) That was the best answer I could have hoped for. Yeah, no one expected that. (laughs) Go on. Uh, For PAX, um, I decided to try a knee scooter. You know those ones where you just sort of have one leg up and you sort of Mm. push yourself along? That makes a lot of sense, actually. Oh, I see. So one leg reclines at 90 degrees Mm -hmm. and the other one... Goes straight down and propels you. Yes. Okay. I have never seen hey, that. Went, how, how was it? It went great for the first day at PAX. Okay. Only the first day? The second day, the wheel fell off. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you didn't invest enough in a, an e-scooter, <laughs> is that? It appears not. But it's not hmm. that it wasn't good. It's just that your one was a piece of shit. Yes. Interesting. That's a shame. So I'm now discussing with the people who sold it to me, going, give me back my money. Is it a, uh, is it like an actual, uh, I guess, tool for disabled people or is this like a child's toy that you adapted? 
Oh, okay. it's uh, it's a tool for uh, disabled people. Okay, okay. So it's from a like legit kind of source. Is you didn't get it from like Kmart or something? Yeah, okay. No, no, it cost me a few hundred dollars. It's yeah, right. Yeah, it lasted like a day was fine, but then the second day, the beginning of the morning, just the wheel went. I'm going this way. Did they question you uh, at PAX about whether you could take it onto the show floor and stuff? I assume you have a cripple pass and everything, but... I had the cripple pass, but no, they didn't yeah. question me at all. Okay, cool. Just because, I mean, day-to-day, uh, if you were riding around on that, you know, to, you don't look like you have a leg issue, you know. No. So I thought maybe they might question you a bit. No, everyone was fine. And the first day, it was actually great. And then the second day, when I was back to walking stick for the next two days, that killed me. Yeah, right. My favourite thing is when Luke's being wheeled around in his wheelchair and then just randomly gets out of it and people are like, <gasps> <laughs> It's a miracle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Uh, did you watch the Train Spotting 2 trailer? I absolutely did. It- I haven't actually seen the original Train Spotting. Oh, really? Really? I saw. What were you doing saw- in the night? See, I'm not. I liked I like train spotting, but I'm not like obsessed with it. I like Danny Boyle. I like Sunshine better than I like train spotting. Or I've seen it more, but that's because it's science fiction. But so this is an actual sequel to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know wow. the amount of time has passed. It's Danny, it is Danny. It is Danny Boyle, isn't it? I didn't make that up. It's yeah. Danny Boyle. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I so. yeah. Uh, it looks good. Yeah, it does. I thought it does. I thought the trailer. It's, uh, looked good. I, I, it's like the Force Awakens. It's uh, the amount of time that's passed in reality between the two mm-hmm. films has passed in the film world. So basically yeah. we see these characters 20 years on. Yeah, I saw I, I saw someone said Trainspotting 2 trailer and I was like, oh, I didn't even know they were making that. And then uh, I don't know if I care. And then I thought, oh, I'll watch the trailer and then watch the trailer and now I want to see it. Um, it looks good. Like, yeah. the trailer did its job. Well, I knew that they'd written a Trainspotting 2 book, but I didn't read it because, to yeah. be completely honest with you, I found the first Trainspotting book a little bit of a hard slog. So right, is just, it based on a book? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, but the book is written in phonetic Scottish. Oh, so you can't huh. just kind of absorb it. Oh, that's right. I remember that now. The whole book or just the dialogue? No, the whole book, because it's narrated huh. by him. Oh, huh. it's kind of like uh, a Clockwork Orange, in a way. Yeah, right. But it means it's not the kind of book you can just kind of. Read a couple of pages or before you go to sleep at night. I was going to say, just have read a little bit, doze off. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> the fuck, what the fuck am I reading? Yeah, that's yeah. right. You kind of got to read it out loud to yourself to even understand. It's only when you hear it, you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Didn't you? It's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even like, uh, I, I love H.P. Lovecraft, but like, it's not the kind of thing I can just... Uh, Philip might relax and read a bit of H.P. Lovecraft because you've got to kind of dissect <laughs> what true. he's saying. Yeah. Like, and I mean, and that's quite simple. Like, it's still English. It's just very verbose and you've got to kind of take it in. Like, y- y- you want to absorb <laughs> all of it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's not bedtime reading. Like a Playboy or something. <laughs> or Mein Kampf. That was for you, Luke. Uh, there's a new Wonder Woman trailer. Yeah, and it's great. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty good. I'll fight anyone who says it's not. No, no. I, I'm not that impressed. Oh, really? That's so, it. Um, Outside. Yep. Yep. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm trying to be excited. I just, I'm not getting excited for any DC movies. <sighs> See, I think. Fucking I Marvel like, fanboy. I hate the Marvel no, versus DC, DC just... thing. But, well, you know what I am going to say, and I did touch on this a little bit with Doctor Strange, is I feel like, see, this Wonder Woman trailer, it looked good to me. I think this film could be good, right? I think the problem that they're having at DC at the moment, and I don't know, like, I feel like this has always been a thing that I didn't like about them, is that I don't feel like their characters go together very well. Wonder Woman, on her own, this film looks good. But then when you've got Superman in there and Batman, like, they don't really go together, you know? Like the worlds, their two their worlds aren't the same. Does that make any sense? Yeah, like, you're not wrong. I mean, you could you could kind of say the same. I mean, you did say the same thing about forty minutes ago when we were talking about Thor not really fitting into the Avengers because the men's a yeah, fucking they, god from another dimension. But, yeah, but I think somehow they're making that work, which is where Justice League, or not Justice League, because I haven't seen that yet. But uh, Batman vs Superman just didn't didn't. Oh, make no work. mistake, Matt. Justice League's going to be fucking awful. 
<laughs> See, I wonder, is the problem Zack Snyder or is it, is there a bigger, bigger issue? Because I feel like I've always felt like the DC characters were a bit all over the place, like even in the comics. But you know what? I don't want to make it Marvel versus I've DC. I've enjoyed the cartoons. Oh, okay. I haven't see. I haven't seen any of that stuff. So it is maybe just a mishandling. I would agree with that, Luke. Yeah, the cartoons have been good for years. I just think it's their movie universe. Like, I even think their television shows are doing well. Yeah, okay. Like Supergirl and the other ones they have that I haven't watched. There was a rumour this week uh, that that uh, it was someone was interviewed. Uh, oh, it was uh, Brett Easton Ellis, right, who wrote American yeah. Psycho, was interviewed, and he said that uh, he, he was just talking about how movies are shit these days. And he- in Yeah, it sounds like something he'd gone on about. <laughs> Casually mentioned that um, he knew producers in Hollywood and that they were talking to him about the new Batman film, the Ben Affleck one, and uh, and talking about how there are all these problems with the script and it's shitty, but, like, they don't want to fix it because, whatever, they're just going to make millions of dollars anyway, like, so they don't care. And then, so he, he casually said that in an, in this interview and it got published. <laughs> and then people were asking him about it and he was like, fuck, I didn't think they'd leave that bit in. I was just, it was just a stupid offhand comment. And so you have to make, release a statement that says, I don't know anybody who's working on the Batman film. It's just an, just an anecdote that someone that I know in Hollywood told me. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> shouldn't have singled out that movie. <laughs> so. Well, I, for one, I'm looking forward to Affleck's Batman. I think it has a chance to be good, but I'm still not holding my breath. Like, I'm not saying all Marvel movies are good. Mm. I wouldn't hold my breath, Some Luke. Of them- it's not coming out for quite a while. No, you know what? Fuck it. Don't listen to anyone. Hold your fucking breath. That's what you <laughs> want to do. <laughs> what else is going Oh, they, they showed a teaser for, uh, well, uh, it was online before, but that Guardians of the Galaxy 2 teaser. Mm. Oh, man. Looks so good. Also, Luke's not impressed by that. He was not impressed. You're not impressed by Guardians of the Galaxy, Luke? Um, I wasn't impressed by that trailer. Hmm. I'm looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy, but the trailer, yeah, I'll wait for the next trailer. We should review trailers from now on. That would be funny. <laughs> <laughs> Thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, I need to know. You've, you got into the close beta of Gwent. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Uh, you're not in? No, no, I didn't. I don't play betas anymore. Is it as wonderful as I've hoped? I made an exception for this because cause I love Gwent in The Witcher 3 so much. Uh, do you know what Gwent is? Dan, you probably may uh, not. Is, is Gwent a game within a game? Yeah, it's a card game it is. that they invented for for The Witcher 3. Uh, mm-hmm. It was so popular in the game that, you know, and then they released, uh, with, with the expansions for The Witcher, they gave people physical decks of the cards, uh, and that was so popular that yeah. they were like, well, let's make it a real game. And so they, they've they got the beta out now. Uh, I had a play. It's, it's pretty different to the way it works in the game, which makes sense because when we, you know, we had um, Matthias from CD Projekt Red at PAX Oz, we were talking to him about it, uh, and he was saying the way that it's designed in The Witcher 3, Witcher 3 is a single-player game, right, and you you only ever play Gwent against characters in the game world, so it's kind of all geared around the fact that you're going to be getting more and more powerful cards as you progress through. It's not a true card game. It's not balanced, uh, yeah. A, once you've got all the cards, you'll always it's win. It's impossible to lose. Yeah. Well, it's not impossible, but it's it's not it's not balanced for that for for people actually just you know having decks of cards and playing against each other. It's kind of set up in the game world at, at difficulty levels. So they've had to change it quite a lot. There's a lot more. Pretty much every card now has a special ability. You know how some of them had special abilities in the game, where you know yep. you play in, in the game when you play Yennefer. Uh, she can resurrect a card from the discard pile. Now, most of the cards have some power like that. Okay. Um, it, it is a lot of fun. Like, it's really fun. And I'm probably going to get very addicted to it. My only concern at this point is that I don't know if it's going to be on iOS. And I feel like they're missing out a bit if they don't do that. Hmm. It does sound, seem like the type of game that should come out on sort of everything. Yeah, because you've got... so. It works. Have you played Hearthstone? No, I stay away from that as well. Okay, well, playing Gwent and getting into that kind of thing led me to trying out Hearthstone again, and I got a bit addicted to that as well now. 
Um, yeah, because that comes from WoW, doesn't it? World of Warcraft. It was, yeah, it's the Blizzard um, card game. And yep. it's very good. Uh, it, it's just basically you play, you get unlock. You, you know, you win gold when you win matches and you can use the matches to buy more decks of cards and that kind of thing. And you can play it for free if you want or you can spend real money or whatever. Gwent in the beta, you can't spend any real money. I don't know if they're going to have that. Oh, as that'll change later. when it comes out. Probably, yeah, but you still, you, you know, you still buy more cards uh, and you can craft cards by dismantling cards that you have to get, like, resources to craft new ones and that kind of thing. So it's got all that kind of stuff going on that, that wasn't in the Witcher 3 version. Yeah, it's got uh, a lot of potential. It's good. It's fun. It's more balanced. Well, that'll be a game that when it, when it comes out, I will definitely be getting it because I love Gwent. I think I spent more hours playing Gwent than I did playing mm-hmm. The Witcher. <laughs> I just, I, I really feel like they need to get it on like on mobile. Like it seems, it seems like a a weird thing to not do because this is a kind of game that, like, you know, if you have a tablet and you're out somewhere, like, I definitely be playing a quick game of Gwent every now and then. Yeah, you know? I could just sit here <laughs> waiting for someone, or I could just get a quick game of Gwent in. Yep, exactly. Spend some money. You want my money, don't you, CD Projekt Red? I know you do. <laughs> are they CD Project Red or are they CD Project now? Did they change their name? I think they're CD Project now. No, CD Project Red. No, no. Oh. CD Project. They're both. <laughs> Just to keep everyone confused. Yep. Oh, whatever they feel like on the day. Yeah. And they can do whatever they want. You haven't played Witcher 3 at all, have you, Dan? No, I haven't actually. I mean, you can skip. skip the first two. Oh, I played the yeah, second one. The first one you can definitely skip. That's. It's a great oh, game, did. but it's so in depth. Yeah, I started actually started to replay it um, recently, and then I was like, oh, I don't have time for this. <laughs> it's like it's too much. It's too much. I've been telling her, telling Jenna she should she should play Witcher three, and she held off, and then she started this week, and now she's addicted. So she's actually playing it right now. So did you, did you guys see the the trailer for Mass Effect Andromeda? Yes, I did. Oh man. Luke, let me guess. So not impressed. Oh, no, no. This one I am impressed. Yeah, yeah. Good, good. I'm looking forward to this one. Fuck. It looks so good. I can't wait for there to be a new Mass Effect. Yeah, it, I like that it's um, new. It's different. I don't know what, like, I don't know what the story is. I can watch the trailer and I go, well, that looks really good. I like that I don't know what it is, though, because it means it's not like yeah. that. I know. You know. It's not a sequel Would or anything you like that. That's right. It's a little new. bit about what the story is. Oh, I mean... It's about exploring deep space, isn't it? Well, it's sort of set that you uh, exploration ship was sent out before the events of Mass Effect 3. Right. To try and find somewhere else for everyone to live because the world's about everywhere's everywhere's about to be destroyed. Oh, okay. And then on the way something goes wrong, hijinks happens and then you play the game. Things, Things quickly spiral, spiral quickly out of control. Out of control. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Evidently yep. now there's no when you make a choice between male and female though, it's not you're female and that's it, that's the character. There's actually twins now. Oh. So if you pick a female character, you're actually playing the female twin and the male twin is still in the universe, still has storyline and everything, but you're just playing the female. So there's not gonna be this oh, Sam Shep is a real Shep thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. Oh, because that was a huge issue for them. It was great advertising for them, but it pissed yeah. a lot of people off. It was a really? fucking huge issue on this fucking podcast. Everything pisses people off. <laughs> it's tough about it. Yeah, I know everything Fed, pisses everybody Femship off. is a real ship. No, I agree. I love Jennifer Hale. Jennifer Hale in yep. this, she, she better be. Um, I don't think so. No. Well, she might come back. Drop the but ball. But it won't be as Shepard. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm yeah, I'm excited about it. I love Mass Effect. Uh, this one looks a bit. Actually, this trailer seemed less uh, open worldy. That's not what I mean. What I mean is the previous trailers kind of pushed the exploration angle, where it was kind of like you can go out in space and do whatever you want, and it seemed like it was more of a more open ended. Whereas this one was more focused on the fact that there's a plot. Kind of, it, it was a more. Yeah, I think that this is just a, the that was just the idea of that trailer. Yeah, I mean, of course, yeah, it has both. I have that it's feeling just, too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel positive or negative about it. I just thought it was interesting, a different different tone to the other trailers. 
I think just as we get closer, we'll probably see a bit more information about what it's what what's actually happening and a bit more gameplay. It's out next year, right? Ah, uh, yes, early next mm. year, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I think it was delayed. I think because EA are putting it out. EA have come out and said like they're so financial, they're so in the positive at the moment that they could push back Mass Effect another five months and not be any problem. Oh, that's cool. So we could be waiting a little bit longer because EA is rolling in money. Well, traditionally, they've had a habit of forcing games out. Dragon Age 2. So um, <laughs> so this is good. This is a good turn for the turn for the better. Yeah, I'm happy. If it needs to another five months, make it wait. But if it doesn't need another five months, I want it now. I don't care about them making money because I'm going to give it to them anyway. That's right. BlizzCon was this week. Uh, as well as PAX, and people were thinking maybe they were going to announce Diablo 4 at BlizzCon. Uh, They didn't. They announced some more stuff for Diablo 3, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, Uh, I mean, I'd I'd kind of forgotten Diablo 3 even existed. Hasn't it been, like, a few years since Diablo 3 came out? Yeah, it's been, like, four years, in fact, I think now. People still play it. A lot. And they have kind of seasonal events in the game. I, I've, did you play Diablo 3, Dan? Yeah, I did. You, you did, right? Yeah. On you have it on the Mac? No, I had it Wait. on Xbox. Oh, you had it on the Xbox. Okay, so the Xbox, Xbox didn't get any of this stuff. They have um, events where it's like new game, game play, basically, like seasonal stuff where you can go in and play new levels and, and kind of stuff like that. And I got excited about it, but it's not on consoles. Uh, before it was only on the desktop version, uh, but apparently they're bringing that to the consoles now. So, kind of Diablo yes, three. Yes, they should. Okay. Yeah, I right. think so. I think it was weird that they didn't. But yeah, so it, it's kind of going to be. I mean, not like World of Warcraft because it's not the same kind of game, but the way the way they can just update the game and change things and create more content dynamically. They're going to be doing a bit of that. Uh, they're also giving the Necromancer class. Uh, from from the earlier games, which people people are happy about. Yeah, I'm happy about that. I love the I love playing the Necromancer. Oh, well, there you go. Maybe you can get back into it. One of my playthroughs was with the Necromancer actually, and uh, basically, once you got far enough that you had both the cask cast skeleton horde ability mm-hmm. and the Iron Maiden perk. Yeah, right. Then you could just cast the skeletons all around you. Then cast Iron Maiden, which is the one where any damage to you gets done back. And basically, yep. as all the monsters just hack your skeletons, they're just committing suicide. <laughs> and you can just you can just waltz through the game. Well, like hopefully, that. they can. Hopefully, you can do that again in uh, yeah. Diablo Three. And also, they're going to be putting out uh, Diablo in Diablo Three uh, as a limited time event, where they've recreated. Diablo, the first game, to some degree in the Diablo 3 engine, but they've also, they've got like a filter to make it look like pixelated, like the old game, and they're limiting the the movement to like like <laughs> limited directions, like the original yeah. kind of thing. It's interesting. Uh, I don't know if it's, because Diablo had a, like a randomly generated element to it, so I, I don't know if it's still going to do that, but yeah, so a bunch of Diablo 3 stuff, which I thought was pretty cool, but not the Diablo 4 news people were hoping for. Well, I think they got a bit excited thinking Diablo 4. Yeah. Like, if you look, Diablo 2 came out in 2000. Diablo (laughs) 3 came out in 2012. (laughs) It's only been four years. Yeah. Maybe it's calmed out a little bit. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They've probably got another, at least one more expansion coming out. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool they're bringing the stuff to the Xbox, though, because I didn't even know about it. I actually own the... PC version. I played it on PC when it came out, so I could have I could install it on my Mac. But we have the Xbox version as well because Jenna wanted to play it, and because I'd mostly just kind of moved on to playing it on the consoles, I didn't even know this seasonal stuff existed. Someone at work told me about it. Like she apparently plays Diablo three all the time because it's always new stuff coming out. And I was like, huh, I didn't know that. Mm. So yeah, now the console users can experience that too. About time. Imagine if I played the game. But it's not even on this generation of console, right? Xbox One? Yeah, had, Xbox One. I had it on 360. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's released yeah, for the Xbox One as well? Yeah, yeah, I know it is, but I'm saying, like, I, I played it through on 360, right? So I'm not, mm-hmm. like, I'm still just hanging around 
looking for add-ons for my fucking 360 games, am I? No, well, it probably no, won't. No, no one's releasing an add-on for 360. No, no, it's uh, the Xbox One version. And yeah, PS4 but what I mean is anyone who mm. bought this game when it came out doesn't have it on the Xbox One. No, it came out on both at the same time, didn't it? Oh, did it? I have no idea. Yeah, it was released for the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PlayStation 3, and Xbox 360 in 2014. So it came out in all of them at the same time. There you time. go. I must just you not just have, have an Xbox, had my one, Xbox one yet. Yeah. Yep. All right, well, we've been talking for a bit, but what we haven't talked about yet is the Northern Territory's new unofficial marketing campaign. Do you guys see this? Mm. It is a yeah, great marketing this. campaign. My favourite thing about it is that for a long time, no one could tell whether it was real or not. Like, legit. Yeah. when I say real, like whether it was actually the the government or if it was... <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, you know, just, it all looks legit. Well, apparently it, it isn't legit. It's a, it's a, just someone who loves the Northern Territory. But it's, a, I mean, it's difficult to describe without ruining the joke. So maybe listeners should just go to ntofficial.com and just have a look for themselves. And uh, you can see the new... The new slogan they should definitely be adopting for real. Oh, absolutely. Well, they might as well now, right? They might as well. Yeah, yeah it's all over the news. Everybody knows about it. It's pretty funny. It's uh, confused a lot of people um, and caused a big big stir on social media. People can't decide whether it's an embarrassment or good marketing. I think it's good marketing. Like, it's, it's Australian. It's definitely <laughs> Australian. Yeah. Well, people have alternately said it's a clever campaign, and then someone else has said, this is a fucking embarrassment. There's some Aboriginal elders who don't appreciate having uh, Uluru in the background of <laughs> yeah. these. Uh, yeah, they've removed it, actually, uh, after that After that, Is feedback. that right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently it doesn't, uh, they, don't, they don't sell that one anymore. Right. Oh, wow. Well. But yes, uh, pretty, pretty funny. Uh, it's just a gorilla yep, marketing. Go campaign. have a look, and yep, you will. It'll take you a minute to work out if it's officially the government's new marketing campaign or not. Well, it won't now because we've spoiled it. But yeah, <laughs> but if you look at it, it does really look like it's their new marketing campaign. Yeah, well, it, it says official. Yeah, and the second Which, anything says official on the internet, you believe it. It's got. Well, I mean, <laughs> if you look at down the bottom, it's got um, copyright. 2016 NT official, and then underneath that, mm-hmm. ntofficial.com is not affiliated with, endorsed, associated <laughs> with, or sponsored by any government or official NT tourism organizations or their associated brands, companies, or subsidiaries. We're just some lovers of the top end spreading our love for our favorite territory. <laughs> so it's not official in any way. No. This reminds me of that Skittles ad. <laughs> taste the flavor. Yeah, taste the flavor. Taste the rainbow. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That everyone was like, yeah, wow, it. that was ballsy of Skittles to do an ad where someone comes all over somebody's face. It's like, no, yeah. that, uh, that wasn't commissioned by Skittles. Yeah. <laughs> Skittles would never do that. No. That was they made by have. an advertising agency, though. Yeah. But just as a fun little side project. Well, good marketing for them regardless. Yeah. Skittles. I mean, I don't know that this is going to encourage people to go to the Northern Territory. It's just... Uh, it certainly just- reminded me that the Northern Territory exists, and that's something I don't <laughs> really think about very often. No, Have it either current- of you been to the Northern Territory? Never. No, no, no. me either. Never once. It's a, thing, it's a thing that I wanted to do because apparently at... Because uh, Uluru is in the Northern Territory, right? It's not in... Yes. A, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. You have Apparently, been out of Australia for how fucking long, Matt? And you just you've just forgotten everything. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's just that I didn't want to say it, and then someone go, you know, actually, it's in uh, northern New South Wales, and then I'd be like, <laughs> sure. like an idiot. Um, apparently, Uluru is the best place uh, in Australia to see the Milky Way. Oh, is that right? Well, I mean, see the Milky Way. You're in the Milky I mean, Way. You but look it, up and see so, the rest you know. of it. <laughs> yeah, look up and see the <laughs> to rest. See of all it. the bits except for the you're bit not you're in, in and yeah, whatever's so behind I, I had, I would like to do that at some point. I would like to see it, but it's also very hot there and I don't yep. like the heat. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. the reason that I haven't done it. Because I was like, yep. you know what? Nah. The heat is not for me. Same as the cold's not for me. I was going to drive there once when I was really depressed, but then it turns out I was 
I was more lazy than I was depressed. (laughs) (laughs) So I think I just sat at home. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you like the cold, Luke, you wouldn't like it here right now. It's pretty cold. Is it started to snow yet? (sighs) Not yet. I'm waiting for it. Soon. Keep asking everybody and everyone looks at me like I'm a fucking idiot. Why would you want that? So it's going to be the first time you're there when it starts to snow, isn't it? Like anywhere when it starts to snow. Yep. Well, Boston. Uh, oh, it had no, already no, snowed a bit. Yeah, yeah, right. I yeah. Get what you mean. I get what you mean. This is just going to be like, it's going to go from no snow to snow. We need to talk about Public before we go. Ooh, what should I search for this time? Listeners, mm. if you're not familiar with Public, go to multiplenergasm.com slash merch. Uh, check out our merch store and check out some of the awesome other designs created by independent designers over at Uh If you see something you like on there and you go through the multiplenergasm.com slash merch link, they'll support the show. So uh, everybody wins. Uh, they've got T-shirt designs based on all sorts of nerdy stuff. You've got Doctor Strange. You've got uh, Mister Sism. Mister Sism. <laughs> is that the name of this podcast? Mister Sism. I think it is. Yep. They've got a ton of Doctor Strange shirts. Uh, one. They've got a Doctor Strange shirt in the Strange Things font, which I mean, it's, it's kind of low hanging fruit, but you know. Do you mean Stranger Things? What did I say? You said strange things, which I think might be the, the prequel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I tried again to try and find something that's not there. Uh-huh. MASH of the 4077th is there. MASH? MASH. <laughs> that's the one. MASH of the 407th. 4077th. Of the what? Because it's the mass show. Their, their division was the oh. 4077. Oh. Okay, and that's, it does show up. I mean, I don't. I still don't really understand what this is, but yeah, it's there. The television <laughs> show MASH. No, I know what the show MASH is. What's 4077th? That was their number. Oh, okay. And that's not normally on the merchandise? Do they have MASH merchandise? Well, I just it- typed in MASH. I wasn't expecting to find anything for MASH. Oh, okay. You're thinking it's like a uh, Ramones shirt where some of you have Johnny and some have Tommy and it's all about, you know, how how cool you are depending on the lineup. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Now they've got shirts for everything. So uh, have a look on there. Um, and then, yeah, your support, uh, support us and support some autumn. Autumn? Autumn. Yeah, some autumn. Yeah. Some autumn independent artists. I mean, you if, you want, I mean. Uh, if you want a T-shirt, mug, hoodie, mouse pad – laptop case with just the phrase boo you whore you can get that <laughs> you can get that yeah we can uh but surprisingly not much else with the word whore to the search yeah, yeah figured figured yep. that's what it was well last last week we looked at slut right mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and there were a lot mm-hmm. of slut shirts yeah not so many whore shirts I'm look up dan comes up when i search dan there's a t-shirt that just says colon dan what yeah. is this shirt Dan, imagine the smiley face as the facial expression you have when watching Dan and Phil videos. Oh, it's not a colon; it's eyes to make the D yeah. in the mouth. Well, yeah, they got uh, they got everything. So, multiplenergasm.com slash merch. Check them out. Get some cool stuff. Well, that's all we've got for this week. But if you uh, if you want to hear more of from Luke. You can head over to the specials channel. Oh, yes. I put something up on the specials channel. My first time ever. You did. You're a specials I went channel solo. version. Well, you're not anymore. You did a great job. Yeah. I did. I was very nervous. <laughs> it could be better. I promise I'll do better. Don't please listen ever to the first one. make anyone that promise. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I will be starting my new side podcast soon. Uh-huh. Interesting. Would you like to know the name of it? I would. As a matter like of fact, I would. I spoke to a few people at PAX, and uh, the new podcast is going to be Getting Cozy with Cripple. Cozy with Cripple. <laughs> I like it. That's good. That's really good. What's this podcast? It's alliterative. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much going to be me bitching about the games I probably purchased that week and played, and whether or not you should buy them. Okay. Sounds good. Well, if you want to, if you want a, 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 I guess, a, a teaser for what that might be like, you can head over to the Specials channel and check out Luke's Pax Oz coverage. Uh, and then also, uh, by the time you hear this, there'll be some stuff up because Jenna and I are going to be at Rhode Island Comic Con this coming weekend. Um, and hopefully, we'll be able to interview some 
interesting people. But yeah, there's going to be a ton of great guests there and and panels, and uh, we're going to go harass some people at the after party too. So uh, yeah, check out the specials channel for our Rhode Island Comic Con coverage. Dan Lee's going to be there. I think it's one of his last appearances uh, ever because he's going to die. Oh, oh. don't make threats, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> you should probably edit that out just in case. I'll leave it in. That's yeah, what she, she said. said. <laughs> Podcast high five. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.